Rails and Mysteries is an actual play podcast set in the Missouri Ozarks. To learn more about the Monster of the Week gaming system we use, check out genericgames.co.nz. To learn more about our podcast, go to fletcherjgibson.com and follow the link for Rails and Mysteries. Last time on Rails and Mysteries, Aaron Aronson gave his best impression of a holy man. Then John, Gwyneth, and Aaron chased a small child through a garden store while Avis waited with the van. Finally, Mulberry took some pity on the party and gave the exact address they'd been looking for. You come to a driveway that is just everywhere around it is overgrown, but there looks to be maybe a sign alongside the driveway that's been covered up with some, uh, well, grass and brush and some, you know, maybe some blackberry briars that have grown up over in front of it. Yeah, let's get out and check it out. All right. What does it say? (laughs) It says Donnybrook. Oh, Donnybrook. (laughs) And there's a very long and winding road leading off of, or driveway leading off of the road. You do not see a Let's house. Go um, up it. Do we want to go on foot or do we want to drive? Please, I would not like to leave okay. my car. Okay, let's the road. let's drive. Especially with mischievous angel well, babies. Well, we're possibly driving closer board. to their base of operations, so I I could have seen it going but other then way. At least they're not on an I open guess that's road. True. I would not like this child to be driving. I don't. Advanced. That would be a lot. I'd be really impressed if she managed Speaking, that. A four-year-old driving. Can a you ward? Can you ward the van from angel babies and children? I mean, I can do one or the other. We may need to put the child in the van so angel babies. Angel babies? I can do that. Um, I I, I start working that as we drive up the uh, driveway, like taking some chalk and start marking the windows as as we drive. So, Avis, I'm going to warn Uh you, you're going to be operating at a disadvantage here. Because I don't think you know what an angel baby is. I think you've got at least a minus two to a warding roll. Great. I'm going to give it a go anyway. Okay. Accidentally summons angel babies. Um, Okay, you said minus two? Yes. Okay. Um, Well, I have a plus three in weird anyway. Um, That is a total of ten, so it works. Ayo. Okay. I'm getting mad at it. Apparently. (laughs) So you rolled well, and you feel a little hum, hum, and you feel like the angel babies can't get into the van, even though you don't know what the angel babies are. Well, my magic's more instinct than anything anyway. It's not studied. At least, not entirely. So I I think at this point, you are pulling up to the um, rather dilapidated-looking old house that's there. Um, It looks... Like, it hasn't been repaired in quite a while. Um, It's three stories tall, which is big for a house out in the woods like this. And there are woods all around, and it's overlooking. You see it's on sort of the top of the hill, and you see behind the house that the ground drops away fast, and Pleasant Brook is burbling away down there. Well, I... Poof, my flash. Is it dark? It's not dark yet. It is late afternoon, but this is in April, so you're doing good. Okay. Um, should well, we just knock on the door of the house? I mean, I think we should that's try a that good start. First. Yeah. 
Um, See if any angel babies answer. Do I notice so, anything yeah. particularly hinky just looking at it with the sight? Like, does it seem haunting? So I think you could roll to read a bad situation using cool. your sight. I'll do that. I really love the term what? bad situation here. Uh-huh, yeah. that's really reassuring, isn't it? This is plus sharp, right? I don't read a bad situation a lot. Um, yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, all the investigating. That's, that's a total of 10, which I think for read a bad situation is three, right? Mm-hmm, yep, I think uh, so. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. Um, are there dangers we haven't noticed? Yes, there are. Great. Um, you see on sort of the old gravel pathway from where you've parked up to the front porch of the house Mm -hmm. that there's overgrown bushes and the grass hasn't been mown and so it's very jungle-like on either side and even sort of on the gravel walkway it's a little jungle-like but on the sides you see small shadowy objects just sort of lurking there they're not moving but you can't make out what they are even with the sight but there's something dark and shadowy in there okay and small everybody hold up freeze we got we got people watching i don't know what i don't know what they are but there's things what and you're in the van right now by the way i should okay we haven't gotten out yet good okay everybody stay just still um okay next question who I'm going to get ready to summon my pistol if needed. Um, I think best way in, like, I, I'm pretty sure that we want to get to the house. Is there a path that seems like the least likely to have us under fire for an extended period? Well, there is a path leading up to the front of the house. Uh-huh. There's also an even more dilapidated path that seems to be leading around to the back of the house. I suspect that our real target is going to be in the garden, but I'm, I'm not certain of that. Um, okay. Then what should my last one be is the question. Um, I'm in between biggest threat and vulnerable. vulnerable. Um, do people have a preference? I mean, I would go okay. with threat. Okay, what's the biggest threat? While they're physically small, it seems like the most threatening thing, in fact, the only really threatening thing you see are those dark shadowy things lurking in the tall grass along the pathways. Um, You see three of them in all. They're only about a foot tall, but there's something kind of menacing about them as they're waiting there. Oh. Danger. Okay. Um, You guys wait in the car. I'm going to try something. It could go terribly, terribly south, but... I wonder if she's going to pull out her magnum and be like, we're ready. I mean... No, no, uh, no. Wait, yeah, no. We don't need to seem extra threatening. They seem... Yeah. If it goes south... Let's not kill the babies. You see those shadowy things over there? Can they see them at all? Or is this just a me thing? Um, As I point them I, out... I, I think we can say that they don't see them. Okay, there's shadowy things It is not impossible for them to see them, but they're well hidden. So without making everybody roll and be tedious, let's just say they don't see them. Cool. There's things over there. I'm going to try to talk to them. It may not work, 
But I gotta try. Um, because I think that we have to try to safely get to the house and the back of it and all that. And I'd rather not kill random things if we could help it. But if we I can't agree. help it, we'll be ready. I, I like I'm Avis's glad you have my here. back. Okay. Talking is a good um, way to not have to fight stuff. I step out of Frigg and I close the door quickly so that they're still nicely warded inside and all that. Okay. And I don't step away. I keep a hand, like, on the door. But I, I say to the dark shadows... Well, Avis, before you get to say anything, okay. I, I think that you have a feeling of just despair and gloom oh, wash over you. Great. Well and... What is your weakest stat line, Avis? My weakest one? It's tough. Yes. Undeniably tough. <laughs> so what is your tough? Minus one. So I think you need to roll your 2d6 plus your tough, a.k.a. minus one for me here. Okay. Uh, that's a four. Okie dokie. So you take one harm, ignore armor as you're psychically wounded by just this overwhelming despair. Okay. And you know, as you step out, that you're just, you're too physically weak to be useful in situations like this with your friends. And you know that you're going to let your friends down because you're just not tough enough to stand up to the dark things you're fighting. And sure, sometimes you're able to wriggle out of it with magic. But one of these times, it's not magic isn't going to be enough, and you don't really understand your magic anyway. You're just not strong enough to fight these evil forces in the world, and you sort of collapse in a heap on the ground there. Okay, that's a depression. Yeah, dang, that, that hits hard. Um, do I at least get experience for that trauma? You do. Good. You do get experience. <laughs> Good. Um, so we just watch her step and out collapse. and then fall oh, down. Can we? Yes, uh, and you don't know what's not meant to happen. I don't think so. Gwyneth is going to try to open the door a bit and then haul Avis back in. So, Gwyneth, as soon as you're reaching out, you feel this wave of despair. And what is your weakest step? Sure it's going to be tough. tough. Yeah, it's going to be it's tough. tough. I mean, come on. Uh-huh. Hmm. Well, that is a 7 minus 1 for a 6. So you and, slide into a failure. And you collapse on the ground beside old Frigg as you're reaching for Avis. <laughs> you're and you remember that you weren't strong enough to protect your brother. Ugh. And you know that you're not going to be strong enough to protect your friends now. I'm just going to curl up. And these are the first friends you've had in your life, really, that you can remember. And you're too weak to protect them. Okay. I, I am going to get a fishing net. <laughs> <laughs> and try to scoop one of them back in. <laughs> How big is this fishing net? It's a big one. I mean, I just want a hand in the car so I can pull them into the car without reaching or passing outside of the car. <laughs> so you're rolling down a window then, or how are you doing this? Yeah, I'm going to roll down a window. No, I'm going to... The door should still be open unless yeah. someone yeah, closed it. Yeah, the door it. is still cracked open. Okay. I'm not going to go to close it or anything. I'm just going to reach out the fishing net, try to scoop. Like, I 
think a or Gwyneth would be on, on top. Of <laughs> Gwyneth is Avis. the closest. Gwyneth is yes. on top so I'm just of Avis. Try to get her head and shoulders in the net and drag her closer to the car. Well, I guess this is where you roll your ungodly good act under pressure roll to see if you can succeed in doing this. This is so stupid. Um, I am going to... Let's see, that's an eight, but I'm going to... Bottle it up? Bottle it up to a ten. <laughs> Just in case. You're very clever. So, let me make a note here that I now have two holds against you. It's okay. You can use it to attack my weak weird later on. <laughs> Are you planning to use okay. magic? Nope. So, But it's my weakest stat. Uh, when you yeah. get out, yeah. So you're able to just barely drag Gwyneth in. And I, I think as you do that, Avis is still crumpled up outside so sobbing. So still catatonic, and, essentially, or weeping? And, and Gwyneth is sort of sobbing and heaving as you drag her back into old Frigg. Once she crosses the threshold and is back in the car, is she okay? <laughs> um, I think her mind begins to clear. She's still foggy, but she's more cogent. She's, you know, you look at her in her eyes and she's there. She's mentally present. They're there. <laughs> John, did he store... John's not great with... with did he store any, like, chocolate in your space, magic space? Are we going for a Dementor style? Like, here's some chocolate. Oh, oh. Um, yeah, I think I have some chocolate. It stores pretty well. It's a good source of... It's actually good for you. It's like 90% cacao, but it should be good. Well, are you going to feed Gwyneth some chocolate while Avis is laying out there? I'll, I'll do the chocolate. You get the other one. Well, you're not yourself. Have a Snickers. Not <laughs> <laughs> yourself when you're hungry. This, this is a sponsorship opportunity if ever I heard one. Snickers, sponsor us. <laughs> we'll beat be monsters amazing. with your peanutty goodness. <laughs> so, okay, I think, Aaron, you can drag Gwyneth to the back and nourish her with some chocolate. And Gwyneth is just um, going to be muttering about, can't save my brother, can't save anyone, and just be crying I'm a little bit take still. notes. <laughs> Alan is going to make note of this for future uses. <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible person. <laughs> he is a terrible person. So, Erickson, you're going to try to go fishing for Avis with your uh, net now? I will. All right. That's another act under pressure. That one is an 11. All right. And so I have... Or a 12. Oh, a 12. Yes. Dang it. I've got two holds against you. You also can't on use it on that. Oh, that's true. Rules. I can't, can yeah. I? Dang it. Well, dang it all around. So you, yeah, you do what you set out to do. You drag Avis back in. And as you do, she's, she's just sobbing and shaking and quaking. And you don't know what's wrong with her exactly. You good? I'm going to kind of shake her a little bit. Like, are you okay? Do you, do you want a Snickers? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Mm, yes, yes, I do. 
eagle. That sucks. <laughs> gonna offer her a Snickers. Um, it's really sad outside. I can't really describe it beyond that. Like, it's just... It's horrible. It's horrible. You remember your inability to do anything, and... It, oh, my God. And it affirmatively harms you. Gwyneth, I neglected to you tell you, you did harm. take one harm oh, as well. Beautiful. Psychic harm. Yeah. What was my base harm? Had I fully healed from being shot in the chest yet? You had. Okay. You had recovered. Because of the time skip. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So both you and Avis are at one harm, and Aaron is at one harm from the rake injury. And I'm okay. For a change. I, yeah. I don't really want to go back out there, but we have to get to the house Ooh. somehow. We Kate could on. just drive around. We're fine in the van. <laughs> Just drive through the I don't garden. think that would work. I think that would make them mad. If when we, push comes I, to shove, I, they can't go outside. Seem, they already seem pretty upset, and I don't think we should just make them mad. Could, so, do you have a lot of mind shenanigans, right? Can you ward your mind? Is that something you can I don't do? No. Maybe? Can you, can you manipulate? You have that, like, force people to do stuff. Can you use that on yourself to counteract so. someone else's? I could use stuff? it on one of you, but that seems rude. Alan is going to subtly hide behind John here. <laughs> I don't really want to use it on any of you. It's. I don't know what it feels like, but I don't think it's pleasant. I mean, mm. being outside isn't pleasant. No, it isn't. On another note, if we do get rid of these spirits, this would be a cool place to live. I... Mm, maybe. <laughs> On the look for a new I house, think... I see, John. I know. One <laughs> perks up a bit. I think that what we felt might be related to what they're feeling. Maybe I'm wrong, but... I'm going to roll down the windows. I just wanted to talk I'm to I'm not going to go outside. I'm just gonna say from inside the car, like, are we okay? You guys seem upset. Um, throw <laughs> <laughs> of a Snickers. <laughs> oh, I'll toss the Snickers out of the car. <laughs> I, I, I sort of lean toward the window. I didn't mean to make you guys upset. I just wanted to talk to you. We're a little concerned. We're here to help the angel babies and Ivy. Yeah, we're worried so, about Ivy. With that, I think you hear a sort of disembodied cackling or chuckling sound, and nothing more. Can I can hey. I attempt to use dark manipulator though? Um, you probably can because That's what I was you're trying inside. To do. So what are you doing here, Avis? I, the the whole reason I was even going outside the car is because I was trying to talk to them with dark negotiator, and then it. Windows. Yeah, I'm gonna talk through the window now. Um, <laughs> we we don't mean any harm or anything. We want to know why. Well, now I want to know why you made us very very sad. Um, but mostly we want to help, and we don't know how to do that. Is there something that you need? Is there something that we can help you with? I have one question. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, for your dark negotiator, I believe you've got a role to manipulate, yes, it's right, manipulate Avis? Someone. It just means I can use manipulate someone on um, a, a monster. monster. <sighs> um, 
that's a seven. Or I could use luck. I don't think it's worth the luck. Okay, fine. Seven. <laughs> Partial success. So, you hear a voice kind of creak out, saying, We are what we are. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, he's someone different. Who are you? Why are you here? We're looking I just for said, Ivy. We're, we're looking for Ivy. We're trying to help. We we know that things are being stolen, but we don't know why. Well, we don't want things to be stolen. Well, that's Is that good why you to know. pay for them? We're not taking things and paying for them. Who is? No, uh, ma'am. Do you know who is? Aronson, do you I have, have the button? I'm going to hand you on the button. Can I see what the other thing I picked is... up was at this point? You can. Um, you pull it out of your trouser pocket, and it is a very detailed, very realistic-looking miniature rifle. <laughs> Oh, damn. Tiny gun. Tiny gun. The babies have guns. (laughs) Episode title somewhere. The babies have guns. I wanted it to be you're not you when you're (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's also good. Um, Is this your button? Or somebody else's? Somebody else's. Is it worth not our button to you? It is. Could would you take it in an exchange? Could we go see the house? We're worried that something might be happening. We're, we're worried something might be happening too. That's why we're stopping it. Okay, what are you stopping? Us or something else? You just stay where you are. That van's in a great spot. I don't like that. Can we move the van? <laughs> Can we move back? Are, are we allowed to move away? No, no. I think you need to stay right there. That's about perfect. It shouldn't be much longer. I'm starting to very much not like them. I was all for negotiating, but this is getting to be a bit much. Shouldn't be very much longer. It's not good. I'm getting concerned. John? <laughs> Can I read a bad Can situation? I yeah, I think that'd be great, actually. Um, that is a ten. So, three? Uh, not withholding any holds. Yeah, you want to use your holds there? Well, I think I'm going to use one just to trick you down. So you only get, what, one? Then you just hold one. Okay. What's your question, though? Um, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Is there something like sneaking up on us? Yes, there is, but sneaking would be really giving them too much credit. There is a vehicle careening up the driveway, which sort of winds and ducks in and out of the woods and along the hillside, so you can't get a real good look at it. But it's big... It's sort of low slung, and it's moving very erratically. It's sort of surging forwards and then slowing up, and it's weaving back and forth like it doesn't have 
inexperienced driver. It does it look like it's about to crash into my van. Well, not yet. You've got a little bit of time before it gets there, but it is not being driven well. Well, I don't want to shoot no, at it. No, don't shoot at it. What? Let's go. We're gonna go for the tires, but no, that seems, that like, seems a like a bad idea. No, that seems like a very idea. bad idea. Um, Let's not kill a child. No. Oh, is there room on the driveway for me to get out? It's a very narrow road, and it falls okay. away steeply. So no. And as you're surveying this, you realize as it rounds the last bend and is barreling towards you, sort of vroom, vroom, and, you know, weaving and stuff, you realize what kind of vehicle it is. It's a hearse. It's a hearse? It's a hearse. Could I I use magic real quick? Sure. I'm going to try. I want to try to stop the car, but not, like, putting a solid barrier like i'm trying to cushion it because i don't want us to get rear-ended but at the same time i don't want to just throw up essentially a brick wall um so what is this that you're trying to do i guess i'm I'm looking looking at at the list here too i'm trying to decide what i want want it to sort of be can you like jinx it so that the brakes lock i mean that seems dangerous i could just try to jinx it though or I'm, I'm looking at my jinx lineup. Big whammy the front. No, I'm not hitting <laughs> like, it. That seems what? Big whammy the engine. I, I think jinx is more what I want to do here. Um, it's the same type okay. of role. It's not that much different. But I, I'm going to, just in a panic, try to stop the car. Oh, God. Um, it's okay. It's okay. No, I have such a high bonus. It's okay. Um, eight. So I get to only hold one, but it's okay. Um, That's all you so need. So I'm going to try to interfere with a what a monster minion or bystander is trying to do. And I'm going to try to stop the car. Yeah, I think you use your jinx and suddenly the car splutters and dies. <gasps> and it comes rolling very gently forward. And it stops just before it crashes into old Frigg's rear bumper. And you can see behind the wheel is Ivy. And there's something, maybe many somethings, that are moving really fast in a, they're, they're almost a blur in the car with her. Can I make them out? Is this something everyone can see or? Um, everyone can see there's some movement, fast moving yeah. blur inside the hearse okay. that Ivy was driving somehow. I want to try to get out of the car again. <laughs> okay, you can do that. Does John, have a get, the, plan? get the net ready. Hey, how about this time you tie this rope around your waist? <laughs> Fine. And we can pull you back in if Fine. you need it. Hey, I, I don't. It's I don't want to go out there. Okay. I'm kind of happy right now, and yeah. I want to keep it that way. <laughs> Well, I'm already mostly depressed from the earlier instance, so I'm going to give it another go. Why not? Okay. Here's your rope. I tie it off. It's for safety. My safety rope. Okay. And as you get out, Avis, Mm -hmm. you feel a wave of despair coming over you Mm -hmm. again, and you see Ivy 
basically skipping out of the hearse's driver's seat. And around her are these little, almost cherub-looking things. They're babies, maybe a foot tall. They have little dots for eyebrows. They have a tuft of hair on the top of their head and one coming out of out by either ear. Mm-hmm. And they're completely naked, but seemingly genderless. Okay. And they are flitting about Ivy, and they're doing somersaults around her. There's about six of them, in fact, flitting around Ivy. Okay. And they somehow seem to cheer you up. Okay. So you've got a few things going on at once. First, I think you need to roll plus tough to deal with this despair move that's being thrown at you. But then there are modifiers that may happen because of what these angel babies are doing. Well, my roll is a six. That's with your uh, tough modifier? Okay, so... What sort of bonus are these angel babies giving me? Uh, They're giving you actually... Oh, God, I wrote this down, and where is it that I put my... You get a plus three. Oh, cool. So that is a partial success, and that's a nine. Exactly. And so for this, you can act, but you're going to have a minus one ongoing while the source of this despair which you assume are those shadowy creatures, while it is around you, you're going to have a minus one ongoing. Okay. But you did not take any harm. Awesome. Good to know. And I can act, which is great. Um, I'm going to sort of walk up to Ivy. I'm not going to get super close, you know. And these uh, little angel babies, they have tiny little wings coming out their backs, and they're flitting all around her head and they're singing a little song in high-pitched voices that you can't quite make out. Okay. Um, I'm going to stay outside their radius and sort of do the, the, the crouch to get on the level of a little kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and say, hello, um, I understand you're Ivy? I am Ivy, yes. And you are? My name's Avis. Um, I see... Hi, Avis. She holds out a hand. I hold out a hand and shake it. It's a pleasure. Okay, and she shakes your hand. I see you have rather interesting little friends. These are my angel baby friends. They help me. I'm a helper, too. I'm glad to hear that, because we could actually probably use a helper. We're pretty confused right now. Well, you need to let the angel babies help you. I'd be happy to let them help me. They seem to be helping me already. There's some less nice um, creatures over in there, and I I think they just are trying to defend the house, but... They're not letting us help, and these angel babies, they cheered me right up. As you say that, some of the angel babies that are flitting around Ivy's head, about three of them, let out a high-pitched little eep, and they go flying along to where the shadows are lurking in the overbrush, Mm -hmm. or the overgrowth there by the path, Mm -hmm. and they start chasing the dark shadows away. Oh, well, isn't that amazing? Angel babies are quite helpful, aren't they, Ivy? Angel babies are very helpful. They're cheery and friendly. They seem to be. So do you want to help the angel babies, Avis? I would like to. 
what are they trying to do? What do they need help with? Well, I know they needed this here dead body mobile. <laughs> Indeed. Is there anything in it? Or did they just need the car? Not yet. They needed to put a dead body in. Would that be Dorothy? Oh, <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> so come on, we need to go into the house here, the angel babies say. Okay. Um, let's go on in. You need to bring your friends in, too. All right. Um, I, I sort of wave to them and motion and say, it's, it's okay to come to out. cautiously get out of the van. <laughs> okay. You cautiously get out of the van, and um, it's fine. I mean, the grass is unmown. It's kind of a mess out there. It's all overgrown with bushes and flowers and stuff like that, but it's fine. But I'm not worthless and weak. I'm going to let John go first in case it's something that we'll only get people we haven't been got before. I'm going to hop out and go over to untie Avis. The rope that is around me, yeah. <laughs> okay. You do that. That's not hard. No, it isn't. Um, Toss the rope back in the car. Have you been here before, Ivy? Nope, never been here, but the angel babies, they, they live here. Okay. In the house or in the garden? Both. Okay. Yeah. Do they I'm, I'm just intentionally acting like this is entirely normal, by the way. Okay. Aaron? I was going to go in and do another kneel next, crouch to get up to the child's level next to Avis and be like, ah, oh, so how often do the angel babies talk to you? Cause they don't seem to be very chatty to me very often. She laughs and she says, that's because you're a grown up, silly. Oh, of course. Then she skips down the path towards the front door. I'll follow her. Alan is going to skip alongside her as well, just to earn the points. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Gwyneth will walk. (laughs) And John Erickson, what are you doing? Galloping. (laughs) (laughs) You canter. I'm going to (laughs) trot. So the front door is unlocked. And Ivy leads the way into the house, and it smells old and musty and very old. Does it smell like death? What it smells more than anything is of flowers, you realize, as you're smelling for the scent of death. There are flowers ahead there's not in in the sort of entryway but you can smell flowers deeper into the house and indeed as you look down the hallway in the front um you can see just all kinds of flowers lilies and daffodils and roses and petunias like you know got spilled at the garden center there are just flowers everywhere are we helping these angel babies have a funeral i think so yeah I think Dorothy's dead and she is taking care of them. I mean, we're going to find out, but I, I think that that's what's going on here. We got the shovels to bury her, the yeah. hearse. Bases for flowers. Bases I wonder if a hearse costs more coins than a shovel. That's a good question. What is their understanding of monetary? I don't think anything. I think it's they probably, probably left one. the same. One coin or button. Yeah. Uh... Okay. Um, where's Ivy going to? Is she going toward the... Uh, she is marching deeper into the house, being led by flying, flitting angel babies. Okay. And there is a 
I guess you would call it a drawing room from back in the day when this very old house was built. Um, it's obviously well over 100 years old. Um, there's a large room overlooking uh, the, the brook far down below in the valley in the, at the bottom of the holler. And it's wooded and it's beautiful looking out through these big picture windows. And laid out on a table is a dead woman. She's wearing a flowing dress and she's got flowers twined up in her hair. Okay. I'm going to ask Ivy, is this Dorothy? I don't know. Let me ask the angel babies. She does. And she says, yes, this is Dottie Darling. Okay. Dottie Darling. If, so I assume they, they want to bury her or do they need to get her in the hearse? Are they taking her somewhere to be buried? They're going, well, and so she relays this and she says, they want to take her where the road winds around down past the other side where your big old van's in the way, and they want to carry Dottie down to bury her by the brook. That was her favorite place, they say. Okay, we can definitely we can help, help with, with that, that, I think. Yeah. What are they going to do after that? Are they going to just keep living here? <laughs> uh Ivy talks to them a little bit and she you can tell she's listening and you hear some high-pitched sounds and she says they don't know for sure they like to be around people especially children um but they'll probably keep living here some but they'll come visit me they say okay John do we not need to get some sort of coroner to confirm the body um well Oh, you get, oh, we're going to get in trouble if we just bury someone without saying where they were. Because it looks like we might have done a murder. Just wear gloves. <laughs> Got it. Hide our involvement. <laughs> Worst case, I tell Mulberry, babies did it. And he'll shake his head and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... So, I assume we need to start moving this body to the hearse, and we need to not let the child drive. Um, well, first, you don't really know where you're taking the body, nor do you know if there's a grave dug. The shovels were just stolen a little bit earlier in the afternoon. It's now the sun's anything. going down. They weren't stolen. They were fairly bought. Exactly. We can buy um, these shovels. I... I want to do a little cursory glance over Ivy's mind um, to investigate a mystery here. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. Okay. I'm creepy. What can I say? Hag in training. <laughs> I'm infernal. I'm not a hag. I thought hags were in They're the fag. Oh, the fag. Never mind. Silly me. Um, okay, and that will be a investigate mystery plus sharp and 11. Um, so I get two questions from her mind. Okay. Um, try to decide what would be most applicable for what I want to understand. Um, I kind of want to ask, what can it do in reference to the angel babies? I want to know 
what she's done with them in the past. Um, and if she's, if this is really the first time she's had this type of association with them, or if they've been helping her with her various other shenanigans. So what you know is that when her big brother started to kindergarten in the fall, Ivy was very sad that she didn't get to go to kindergarten with him. Mm -hmm. And as she was trying to sneak off after him, um, was the first time an angel baby appeared to her and they had fun and antics and they played school that day. And from there they had other adventures and you know that Ivy really loves her little angel baby friends. And you also know that they seem to get her both into and out of a lot of trouble. Okay. Um, so this has been going on for a while. If that was... Since at least the fall. Okay. Um, then my second question. Mm, I think I'm going to go real general with what is being concealed here. Is there anything in her mind about the... I mean, nature of these creatures that I, I think might be of interest? Is there something concealed? She knows that there are angel babies that try to make her happy mm -hmm. and do good things to help mm -hmm. her. She also knows there are meanie babies who want to make her sad. Yeah, that's all I want to know. Okay. See, that wasn't too creepy, guys. It was not. I, I wanted to make sure she was, like, safe. Casually invade child's mind. It's what I do. Ew. <laughs> Come on, you know this is so, so at this point, I, I think the sun is going down after all of these adventures. And there is electricity on in the house. Seems like we need to uh, get a timeline on what these angel babies want to do. Because it seems like we probably shouldn't attempt this at night. But, I mean, I feel like they have some um, power over the situation. And they have plans. Also, yeah. also Ivy uh -huh. is uh -huh. with us. And yeah. 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 Still. I just kidnapped a child. This is where we're at. Yeah, so I think we should figure out what Ivy wants to do. Okay. And what the babies want to do. And kind of find a compromise. Um, so... <laughs> Ivy, what, what's the plan for this evening? We need to dig a hole. Th this evening? Like right now? It's getting dark. We need to dig a hole to put the nice lady in. Well, we do. Dottie, the angel babies like Dottie. Yeah, and I'm sure she was very nice. Um, but They say she was very nice. They came to her when she was a little girl, too. Um, but do you want to be out in the woods down by the, the river at night? I, I, I think that that sounds a little bit scary. If the angel babies are with us, we'll be okay. Yes, that's true. Um, I'm willing to do yeah, this. Yeah, let, let's let's go do that's this. Um, do you Mark know where we need to go? Because we don't. I can have the angel baby show us. Okay, good. And they we lead have you a coffin from the hearse. Um, there is an empty coffin in the hearse. I think we could say that. Good planning by the angel babies. Yeah. I didn't know if we were going to lift this body yeah. and just dump her in a hole. Should <laughs> someone phone Mulberry and let him know what's going on? No. Um, I'll probably shoot him a text in the morning. <laughs> Please, <laughs> for forgiveness. 
Beg for forgiveness, don't ask uh -huh. for permission. Alan's like, stealing oh. is fine, but kidnapping a child is dubious. That's our line? Mm. I didn't realize that was our line. It... In my mind, I'm not kidnapping a child, I'm helping yeah. the child. Supervising a child as well. The child is safer with us than without. This is probably the fastest way to get her home. And, and yeah. remember, if we I've were here, about... she'd be driving that hearse. Yeah. Right? Also I've hung out with us before that is not a safe place to be. <laughs> True. So, uh, the angel babies are happily leading you down to the, down a path, having distributed shovels to each one of you since you're a lot bigger than uh -huh. them. Mm -hmm. And they've got a nice little patch just above the brook down below. And they seem to indicate that you're supposed to dig a grave How, where there. Where did the angel babies pull these shovels out of? Um, they, these are the shovels from the store. It seems like one group of angel babies had drugged them out to Donnybrook while some of the other angel babies were working with Ivy to steal the hearse. Somewhere across the wilderness, just like a line led by shovels being dragged along the ground. Correct. Although, you know, these angel babies, they don't exactly lift off fast, but they seem to be able to fly carrying rather heavy objects. Cool. Cool. I'm just glad they're not trying to kill us. I was really concerned about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess we're going to dig a grave now. Yeah. <laughs> I... This episode in Rails and Mysteries, we dig our own grave. <laughs> <laughs> you never do know. Well, I think we can probably just sort of skip ahead because it is the middle of the freaking night. Yeah, we're digging a grave. And you... I got a flashlight in my pocket, so I'll pull that okay. and put it in my mouth. And so you got it in, you got it well dug, but you see lights up in the house. And some of them are flashing. Okay, no one make a sound. Let's just keep going. Let's hide in the green. No! <laughs> well, hide if they come close. Oh, wait, uh -huh. my band's They're going to know we've been here. <laughs> yeah. Alan's okay. going to get out of his gun. No! What? No! <laughs> you see a flashlight up at the house, and then it's following the path you followed to get down to the uh, it's brookside. It's going to be Mulberry, isn't it? I did tell you. We can you only hope. Ivy. Is Ivy with us? Yes. Can the angel babies hide us from the adult? She talks to the angel babies and says, they can, but they don't know why they would. <laughs> because oh, okay. we're so going to get in a lot of trouble if we're found here with you doing this. <laughs> <laughs> it's job so it is Mulberry. <laughs> and he says, oh. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Erickson, why you digging a hole looks suspiciously like a grave outside a house where there's a dead woman covered with flowers? We're helping the child and the angel babies. Speaking of which, you have that, you've abducted that goddamn ivy. Technically, she, she drove her so far. She drove the hearse. Technically, we abduct, she abducted us. Yeah. Yeah, the good news for you is there's video footage of her stealing a goddamn hearse. That is helpful. Yeah. Yep. And also... Would we um, ever kidnap a child? 
Mm. I don't think you want to stand on that leg, Gwyneth. <laughs> I've returned the child every time I've run into her, or I've at least tried to. That's once. Mulberry, this was, I thought, the fastest way to get her home is just do what she needs, and then we can get her she home. She needs you to dig a hole in a place? We she wanted us to dig yes, a grave. The angel babies thing, the stuff that was causing havoc at the garden and food they just store. Wanted to... he, he sort of rubs his forehead and he says, angel babies? Yes. You're going on about the angel babies like Ivy here does? That's real, real, man. Oh, Lord. They lived here. Dottie and took they like Dorothy them. a lot. And now Dottie died, and they want to yeah. have a funeral for her, and so we're helping. Uh, he's pinching the bridge of his nose. I, I don't know what you want to say, man. I'm gonna hand Mulberry a shovel. <sighs> oh my god. <laughs> don't make him an accomplice like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the greater good, man. <laughs> the woman deserves a funeral. Well. Let's get her in the ground then. <laughs> Let's go. And, and I think, um, in the interest of time, you have rolled pretty well, and you actually went through this one faster than I ever dreamed you would. Um, I will tell you that as you are covering up Dottie, you see a bunch of cars barreling down the driveway or up the driveway, and those are the townsfolk that the hobgoblins have incited to try to stop you. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Yes. What? <laughs> but I, I think you get her buried in time because there's no need to do another session on this one because you've accomplished all the major things to just tell you what the hell these things what were. were yes. <laughs> these are cupies. Really? Okay. Cupies. Cupies. So Rose O'Neill created these sort of comic characters called Cupies. They were little cherubs. Mm. And Cupie was a play on the word Cupid. Rose O'Neill was a artistically trained woman who was a famous illustrator um, way back in the day in the early 20th century. Um Cupies weren't the only thing she created, but that was her most famous creation. And they were these little cherubic little uh, angels that flitted around and did good things. And their arch nemesis were the hobgoblins who wanted to make people sad and unhappy and despair. Rose O'Neill's Cupies were the biggest cartoon character that existed before Mickey Mouse. They were... And they made these dolls of them that were huge. They were a huge success. Rose O'Neill became a multimillionaire before the Great Depression hit. And she had a mansion called Bonnie Brook because she thought the brook outside the house was so nice. She named it Bonnie Brook for Good Brook um, down in southwestern Missouri near Branson. So... In the sense of historic things that happened vaguely in the area, <coughs> Rose O'Neill making uh, the Cupies, oh. well, it sort of applied. And they are the creepiest things you can imagine if you look at them. Like, they were sweet, innocent little baby things in the day. Nowadays, they look freaking terrifying. Yeah. And, Aaron, you, you picked up a, a little 
toy gun sort of thing. One of them was Soldier QP, and Soldier QP carried a gun. So you have ah. Soldier QP's gun. And and he used it. He or she or it used it to shoot things like spiders that would otherwise bedevil children. QPs oh. were protectors of children. Yep, there's yep. the QP Eilish. They're horrifying. Found. They really are, dear God. 